Are you saying Santa isn't real? Santa is real! We're historicans, you guys. <laughs> We're historican hillybillies. Santa is real! <laughs> Merry Christmas, happy holidays, welcome to the Christmas special of Bridging the Barrier, a culture and society podcast. The podcast that bridges culture and language barriers in an attempt to make the world a smaller place. I'm Ben, and I'm the American on the podcast, and joining me today is Suf from Israel. <laughs> and uh, Tim from Germany. And Porik from Ireland. Um, and now, guys, uh, go ahead and say all of those again, because you guys are saying, w- and tell us exactly what you're saying. So, Tsuf? Well, uh, Hanukkah Samach is Happy Hanukkah, literally. For a second there, okay. I had to say that, so probably obvious. Oh, uh, you were about to just say yeah, Happy Hanukkah? That was really stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, and, uh, Tim? Uh, Weihnachten basically also means uh, happy christmas even though you say merry christmas in english but yeah okay it, it, but that's what it translates to in german y- yeah it, it would translate to happy christmas gotcha gotcha well happy and merry they're they're about the same thing i would guess so yes yeah and then uh porik what did what did you say uh nolik is christmas uh hona would be merry and then dish is you so i'm basically saying uh, you marry Christmas. Okay, but... gotcha. And um, Be- better than you marry that goat. Right now, <laughs> <laughs> I won't um, ever get over goat marriages. Well, I, I thought I thought it was super Hopefully cool. I thought, man, us... like I, oh, I do too. Yeah, no, they I'll are agree. hilarious to me. Hopefully, none of us ever get over um, goat marriages. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so uh, if you guys didn't notice with the uh, the Christmas theme, the intro, today is the Christmas episode where we're going to be talking about the um, winter and December festive holidays as uh, in addition to the New Year celebrations in the countries represented here. Um, so, but before we get into that, we've got uh, the fun facts that we try to do at the top of every episode um to keep you guys interested so starting off we're gonna go to zoof for zoof zoof's history corner it's hard to say with an apostrophe s fine uh anyways so this is a little history corner because my fun fact is connected to hanukkah which is based around the uh it's based around the historical event of uh of rebellion against the uh, against the greek kingdom in the early uh like uh, in the early uh, two, uh, second century BCE, um, so it's it was basically a rebellion, like a mythical rebellion against the Greek kingdom, and eventually they won. Now the funny thing, eventually, like the, the Jews won. It was in, um, in Israel, obviously. Um, so the funny thing here is actually that after the rebellion, it took, even though they became an independent nation, it took twenty years of Greek ruled um through like like uh kings who were were uh, still um vass- vassals to the greek kingdom before they became independent when yeah before they became okay gotcha that's <laughs> awesome and 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 hanukkah was born uh from that uh that uh, rebellion yes hanukkah was born from that rebellion and what were they what exactly were they celebrating uh, they were celebrating specifically. They were celebrate, celebrating the cleansing of the um, of the temple in Jerusalem, and a uh, one lantern of oil lasting seven days when it would only usually last one day. Okay, wow. So th- uh, that's that's really really neat. And so, how does the? Uh, I guess we'll probably get into um, get in more to all of that whenever we talk about it. But thank you for that history fact. Um, and moving on, we have, uh, the next fun fact is Porik. He's going to be talking about the winter solstice in Ireland, and it's, I, I we're all hoping it's going to be super interesting. <laughs> wait, wait, you're implying that it might not be? Uh, well, you know, I want to, at the end, I want to be able to say, that's so interesting. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's so what we all hope for with this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. 
in Newgrange, which is in Mead, there's this um, big, huge mound that was built three, uh, in 3200 BC. So it's older than the pyramids and it's older than... Wow. Uh, what's the thing in England? Stonehenge? Uh, Stonehenge. It's older than that too. And what it is, is on the winter solstice, the light shines in and like lights up this certain area of the tomb, but it only happens on winter solstice every year. And like, it, they don't know why it happens, but like that was built so long ago and they like were able to do astronomy to get it to work. That Wait, so like it does like the lighting up thing, uh, like in, uh, oh, what's the movie? Like Raiders of the, Raiders of the Lost Ark, like how they use the sun in <laughs> yeah, that thing. Yeah. That's so interesting. That one reminds I, me of Avatar. Yeah, it does. That definitely does. Oh, it, it, yeah, it happens in Avatar as the well. The Sun Warriors that. episode. That was a really good episode. Only a certain amount of people can see it every year. So I've seen it once. And, like, it's the light comes in. And, like, this really tiny area. But, like, it's so cool how they, like, figure it out that it only works in winter solstice. And um, what some people think it, it was used for is so they when um, farmers knew when to stop farming. Because, like, the 21st of December is, like... You know, it's time for celebrations and pray for the gods and all oh, that. Oh, that's stuff. cool. Uh, ben, may I take the honor? Go ahead. That's so interesting. Yay! <laughs> that segment was a success. He already said it. I already. I, I, I actually I did before that on accident. I know. But I said it because I was legitimately interested and I was att attempting to show that. <laughs> it, it is. It was actually really interesting. Yeah, that was actually. So Irish engineering is better than the Egyptian engineering. Just shows you we're, so we're, we're we were so ahead, and then we discovered yeah. alcohol and went the other And then we discovered alcohol. That sounds cheers like the, to uh... al cheers to alcohol, the um, solution to and cause of all of our problems. Oh, I was gonna say the great equalizer because you know they would have been exploring space if they hadn't. Uh, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um. <laughs> You you'd be still living I here though. I think there's if a few we, more factors. Yeah, that's true. You know. No, no, no. It's just alcohol. Alcohol is literally the only reason in history that anything didn't happen. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's more fun to make the sweeping generalizations and then uh, not apologize for them. But anyway, moving on. Trust us. We are uh, we are historians, obviously. <laughs> Did you say historians? Yeah. Is that not the correct word? No, that is not the correct. Historians. historians. I like historians. it. Historians. 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 Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, try, I try to match it closer to the German word, I guess. Yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. historica. So okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I, I thought, thought you were trying to say, like, historians of America, like, historicans. Oh, I mean, obviously, I try to make that pun. No, uh, yeah. That I, that's, that's what I heard. It's interesting that I heard something different than what you were trying to get at. But anyway, moving on to our main topic and segments. Thank you, Tsuf and Porik, for bringing those interesting facts and keeping us all interested. Um, but moving on to our main fact, we're going to be talking about uh, Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, St. Nicholas, and I cannot... Well, how do you say the last one, Porik? Porik, you there? Oh, me? Yeah, how do you say... Nolig? Uh, Nolig, yeah. Nolig. Um, and these are all of the different countries' uh, representations of what the Christmas-ish celebration is, um, or the relative equivalent in terms of what, what time of the year it happens. Um, so let's talk, let's jump to Israel and talk about Hanukkah, because uh, to be totally honest, I, I don't know much about Hanukkah. The only thing I know is uh, that you do the menorahs and you light candles and stuff. Yes, that is that is one of the one of the customs we have. But, um... The reason we do that, the reason we light, we we have the menorah, which is um, generally like basically a steel, not a steel, um, a metal like um, a metal like case for candles, like a metal stand for candles that's split off in seven, like to seven, so it has six, three in both directions, and then the middle one. Now, what? Yeah. What the custom is lighting up one can, placing one candle on the menorah and lighting it up each day, and then having like a bit of prayer and like, and that's supposed to symbolize the seven days that again the lan the oil lantern lasted, that it should have only lasted one day. Now, uh, that connects to again like the cleansing of the temple in Jerusalem, which was because like there was when the Greeks controlled. Uh, Israel back in the day, it was Judah, um, back in the day, uh, so it was Judea, sorry, uh, so okay. they placed a lot of, like, 
placed a lot of like Greek uh, gods, statues, and like in the uh, in the temple in Jerusalem. So it was in the great temple in Jerusalem. So it was. Um, it was it was like unholy because uh, according to Jewish faith, like according to Jewish faith, you shouldn't have any like any statues or face like or drawings or anything of like of like the representation of God in a way. Um, and okay. Uh, like placing so, so you're not supposed to have any any. So I sorry, I just want to understand that a little bit more. It was uh, specifically was it statues, like... specifically statues though, like small. You know, like back because. In gen um, in pagan worship, generally there'd be like statues or like you know head like head carvings or that kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So, so and and anything that wasn't like were you allowed to have representations of God or was it just anything that wasn't uh, the God? You you weren't supposed to have representations of God, as in like head carvings. Again, head carvings or statues or that kind of thing. Okay. Gotcha. And and in general, like placing that kind of like representation of a god in such a place in which was a worship to a, a single god not like multiple gods was in general like generally seen as very negative it is actually one of the reasons the rebellion like uh, ro rose up in the first place is because like the jewish people here uh, in judea saw that as heresy and they were really mad at the greeks for that okay um, and then when they cleansed the temple, um, they, they like, they lit up the candles of, like, of the, uh, of the temple, because that's what, like, that's one of the things you do, that was one of the customs they did, like, nearing the winter solstice. Um, okay. So, they had that, and then for seven days, like, the legend says that for seven days, it, it was, it was, uh, like, it was lit instead of one day which is what was supposed to be that like oil lantern so and what was what was that supposed to be was it representative of something or did they consider it like a miracle they considered it a miracle but it wasn't representative okay gotcha um and so how does that translate to today like what do you is the is the tradition basically the same today um yeah that's we still basically do that um although there's no great temple so even if there was any candles, like with the candle, the candles that get lit are the candles. Uh, apart from that, you don't. Okay. This this like Hanukkah is also the time for uh, Yod. Like, um, I, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. Spin it's, top it's the things. time for what? Spin top things. Spin top things. You you guys know that, right? You, uh, I, yeah, I uh, yeah, don't know the those... name in English. Um. Wait, what is Weren't this? they called dreidels? Dreidels, yes, dreidels. Yes. Dr oh, yeah, the dreidel. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I just oh, cradles. Dreidels. No, dreidels. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, because they're called because they're actually called spinning salt in Hebrew, which is kind of funny. Okay, yeah. Like I, I know what a top is. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I, I would have recognized it faster as a dreidel. <laughs> yeah, I just, just, I just didn't know it meant. But um, in English, please. Uh, anyways, not on point. Uh, so they were made like when um, during like when when uh, the Jewish people were not in were not in Judea. They were they were made to represent. Um, so they were made to represent like generally Hanukkah. But then the funny thing is that they generally have like um, here uh, a, a great miracle was here. Great miracle was here. But when when like okay. the Jewish people weren't in Judea, it was um, instead of that was a great miracle was there. Oh okay. They changed yeah, it. Yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so it's again, it's like a dreidel is basically like a spinning top with like four faces, um, and again, it's like a great miracle was there. Basically, uh, that's in awesome. Hebrew, that, uh, that's super fun. Gadol Hayah Okay, and that that translates to uh, a miracle was there. A great miracle was there or here. Great. Okay, that's awesome. That that that's super. That's super cool. And then, so what do you actually celebrate at home for uh, a Hanukkah slash uh, Christmas or whatever? What what do you? So I guess the first question is, what do you guys um like you personally at home? 
what do you recognize as the Christmas celebration? We we do uh, light up candles during Hanukkah generally. Um, we do like uh, and we generally have a Christmas tree as well. We we are like atheists, so we have a Christmas tree because we come like uh, me and my sister were born in Holland and we embrace that like the Dutch the Dutch culture a bit, you know. And okay. then when we came back to Israel, so we still had some Dutch customs things but also because we live in israel we we still you know we celebrate hanukkah we light the candles that kind of thing you know okay and is there any like particular food or no particular uh, any any other things hanukkah is not really represented by any particular food that's actually like customary okay um at least not any that i can think of um it's it's very it's very not interesting holiday except like the reason <laughs> the reason it exists is interesting but except that it really has no content okay gotcha yeah so um i i you said you you currently celebrate the dutch christmas every every year yes okay so uh let's come back to that in a little bit so we can talk about uh well i mean i guess are there any notable things that you would want us to come back to so that we can talk about that a little bit more in depth well not really because like again, what your but... what your family uh, we we generally like we do the stockings thing obviously, but it's 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 a bit different with uh, Dutch Christmas. It's um not actually stockings, it's shoes, and you put carrots in because uh, it's like okay. an offering to. The thing is, we don't actually have to go over this right now because Game Fan will also go over this because uh, Dutch Christmas and German Christmas are very 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 similar. So okay, fantastic. So uh, speaking speaking of Tim, um, Tim, uh, do you want to talk about? I I don't, I don't want to tr- attempt to pronounce it. Do you want to go ahead and say it for me? Sure. Uh, in Germany, we have two Christmas, um, not two Christmas celebrations, but two uh, winter celebrations apart from New Year's, uh, which are our Christmas Weihnachten, and then we also have Nikolaus, which was on the sixth, uh, the sixth. I don't know how to pronounce that. Sixth? No, yeah, um, you did sixth. sixth. Yeah, okay, thanks. Um, on December sixth, and um, basically, here in Germany, it's a very minor celebration, but a celebration nonetheless. And you get um, a generally, it's for kids, and you get sweets there, and okay. especially you get one baked good. Which is like a like a man made out of um, slightly sweetened bread dough, I guess. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, no, it's actually not gingerbread. It's uh, we call it a Stutenkerl. Oh, sharp cake. Uh, I I don't know how to exactly. Shortbread. Like, is it? I don't. It's, it's like sugary bread, yeah. Pork. Uh, yeah. Do you know that because you recognize the word or? Just because you uh, had guessed based on his description. Uh, I think we did it in German. <laughs> okay, gotcha. And um, basically, um, you get that and maybe some extra sweets, but it's um, very minor. And then we also have our Christmas, Weihnachten, which is, I think, a very standard Christmas, except... That I know in America, um, you get presents on Christmas Day, and we do everything on Christmas Eve. And then what do so, you do? What do you celebrate on Christmas Day then? Uh, basically nothing. It, okay. Uh, it's ra- it's rather that um, like if you have more par- parts of the family that you don't celebrate together with, like maybe a maternal and a paternal side. Uh, like for grandparents, for example. Right. Um, you could celebrate on Christmas Eve at, um, with at your one side and then <laughs> on uh, Christmas Day with another side. And we actually have two Christmas days, like the 25th and 26th are both considered Christmas Day. It's like first Christmas Day and second Christmas Day. But gotcha. um, the main celebration is actually on Christmas Eve. So on the 24th. Gotcha. And, and, so, and you said... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And um, you basically uh, have a nice d- 
dinner and then have presents under the tree and get them that evening. Not You don't have to wait for the next day. Okay. And then do you do anything with uh, shoes or stockings or anything like that? Or carrots? No, uh, we don't actually do that. Um, there's um, Sometimes you do the uh, laying out cookies for Santa, but that is actually something you do on December 5th for Nikolaus. You, ca you can uh, give cookies to uh, the Nikolaus, which is the, uh, what it's named after, and uh, basically do the cookies for Santa thing. Okay, so hold on. So so Nikolaus is different than Santa? Uh, yes. Like, like, I, I, I understand it is that... named after uh, a Dutch figure. Yeah, the Saint Nicholas. Uh, Saint Nicholas. Yep. Right. And... Which, which, like, I understand that's like the historical, like that's where Santa Claus yes. comes from. Um, but yep. you're saying that you actually celebrate it as two separate, two two separate individuals. I, uh, as far as uh, like I always did, uh, and as far as I recall, it is. For most people, it's two different people. Right. And um, you asked for food before. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was just curious. Do you have any specific meals that come along with that stuff? Yes. For um, Christmas, we or our family does um, things differently, so I'll explain the norm first. Uh, there's two camps of the uh, – like two ideas about this mostly – it's, it's either have a big uh, feast uh, with really, really nice food, or uh, you make a very, very, very simple food in order for um, people not to have to work uh, a lot on Christmas Day, uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah. And um, basically be able to enjoy the nice day, which the... Um, very simple food would be potato salad and um, not bratwurst, but uh, basically hot dog sausages cooked with uh, potato salad. That's like the one tradition you could do or um, for the feast. I think it's somewhat customary to um, eat like uh, Christmas goose. Like uh, some uh, somewhat similar to how Americans have a turkey on Thanksgiving, we kind of have the Christmas goose. Okay, gotcha. And our family personally does a sour, uh, uh, a roast that has been um, cured. I think is the word in a very sour liquid. And then Ooh, that, sound, that sounds really good. And then you have that with a really sweet sauce because you put um, like a certain chocolate covered uh, cookie cake thing almost. You put that into the sauce and they work really well together. And I'll look up what that cake so thing is called. So it's kind of like sweet and sour, but you put, did you say you put a chocolate cake-ish thing in the sauce? Somehow, yes. That's so, wow, that... I, I was I um, was really on board up until that point, and then I, uh, oh, I had to jump it's off. Just <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I didn't know this was uh, directly gingerbread, but basically uh, you put a little bit of chocolate-covered gingerbread into the sauce, and together with the sour, uh, sourish meat, it is really, really good. Huh, that sound that's I I'll have to try it before I can, you know, really make a judgment call, but it sounds it sounds interesting to say Louise. It sounds like something I'd be willing to try at least once. It it is very interesting. Good. Um so uh really quick back to Sue, you were talking about shoes and carrots and stuff. Uh we didn't talk about that yeah. with Tim. So uh what what well what were you, so that's a Dutch thing? Dutch Christmas like Dutch Christmas is just simple. Uh since um did uh uh, Saint Nick, uh, Santa Claus. Sorry, I'm 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 uh, I'm confused here. Uh, anyway, so like it's <laughs> you're it's, fine. It's like it's like the main celebration of Christmas, and it's completely different from general normal Christmas in most Western countries. Um, basically, they have like instead of stockings, they have shoes, and in the shoes they have um, they they have they put carrots in. So. Uh, uh, as to give food to the reindeers that move um, St. Nicholas. 
Um, oh, that's oh, that's fun. Uh, and then like, and then that's basically how he gets there is through windows and not actually through chimneys. Chimneys, you know how in general Christmas like naughty kids get coal, right? Yeah. Well, in uh, in Santa Claus, naughty gets uh, naughty kids get kidnapped by Santa, uh, get turned into blackface people, and then become his servants for 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 eternity. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Ger- uh, Germany has like a middle thing of that, um, because we have another person, which is like Santa Claus's helper, um, which is. Knecht Ruprecht? Uh, no, that's an Austrian thing. Um, oh, okay. And uh, basically, when you're naughty in Germany, um, this Knecht Ruprecht um, basically uh, slaps you. Is basically what it both <laughs> to. And... So it's more of it's more of a it's more of a uh, uh, just a deterrent. Like, don't yeah, you're it... gonna get slapped. Yeah. It's not as harsh as getting kidnapped and being a slave for all eternity, but it's worse than getting coal. Yeah, goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, um, and poor, poor. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Tim. Uh, and... Soup. No, I, 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 Tim can continue. I'm not sure if it came across this uh, Dutch uh, Santa Claus is actually on the sixth, where we have Nikolaus, and they don't really celebrate. No, it's Christmas. on the fifth. For them, it's on that's the, fifth. the minor. It's on the fifth. Is, oh, it's another third. Oh, it's sorry, the fifth. Then. Fifth. Fifth. Oh, I am good at listening today. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I wanted to ask. Uh, so Tim, you were talking about getting sweets on the sixth from uh Nicholas, right? Mm-hmm. And so the the sweets slash baked goods that they got on that day that those are only attributed to him coming and giving those right. That's those like it, whenever you like a kid are, is talking to their parent, do the parents attribute those sweets to like getting yeah. them from this mythical person? Yes, that that is from that myth- mythical person, and then the gifts uh, are um, from basically Santa Claus. But we don't call him Santa Claus here. We call him basically Christmas Man. Which okay. I find funny. And so many students, when they start in, uh, uh, learning English and they talk about Christmas, sometimes they say, uh, I got this from the Christmas man, which sounds Aww. very hilarious to me. But yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of fun and sweet. Uh, awesome. Um, do you, does anyone else have questions about the ones that we've talked about so far? I, I've asked all the I, questions. I, 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 could probably, I could probably teach a bit more. I have a question to Tim. Yeah? Okay, so you mentioned how some people like eat hot dogs on Christmas. I wasn't expecting that from you. I was expecting not, that from Ben. Not <laughs> hot dogs. Oh my gosh. I, I, again, I am very adamant about this. But it, it is close to hot dogs as possible. It, not really, no. It's, oh, they it taste is, like hot dogs. I mean, yes, <laughs> it is, it is hot, uh, hot dog sausages. But you don't put them in buns. You don't put ketchup and stuff on them. No, you just eat that with potato salad. Sometimes even store-bought potato salad, just to make it uh, least take the least effort. Seriously? Well, I'm yeah, still that... expecting that from Ben, not you. That is, <laughs> uh, bro. Okay, so like Christmas and Thanksgiving are not are not holidays you make hot hot dogs on. Like these are holidays that you go all out with cooking. Um, so like yeah no I as much as I enjoy hot dogs. If you want hot uh, dogs? I, I, go to July. Uh, go to the Fourth of July. Yeah, hot dogs and hamburgers. That's literally all we eat. <laughs> yeah. Will, will I go through Christmas in Ireland? I'm sorry. Say that again. Will I go through Christmas I, in Ireland? Well, yes. Actually, uh, if you're if you're ready, let's go. Okay. So, sixth of December. Uh, it's just everyone puts up their tree. It's just like tradition that you have your tree up on the sixth of December. I don't know why. This is like the date. I imagine it's probably based off your things. And then, uh, you go to, and then nothing really happens again till New Year's Eve, where you just like again you everyone just goes to mass <laughs> and like uh, it's like there's really long masses and oh it's really boring and <laughs> religious. And uh, then, like, once you go to sleep, you get presents in the morning. I feel like my Christmas is the most boring compared to all of you. Okay, so wait. 
so yeah. you what you start the with the tree on the sixth, and then you have a bunch of masses, and then when do you actually you go to sleep on the twenty fourth and wake up the twenty fifth for presents? Yeah, yeah, you get them on the twenty fifth here. You wake up okay, at like and five so, in the morning. <laughs> and like, what's the? Is there like a big focus on family or food or uh, going out and shopping or anything like that? Oh, shopping would be the twenty sixth, which is called Saint Stephen's Day, and uh, people go racing and shopping that day. It's also called, um, oh, oh, it's Boxing Day. Oh, okay, and so, and Boxing Day, is it, are there, like, extra deals or anything like that because it's, like, after Christmas, quote-unquote? Uh, yeah, well, everything they weren't able to sell for Christmas, they can put it on a sale. I oh, guess. nice, like, okay. <laughs> we had, I, I'd like to mention, though, we had Black Friday for the, only the second time in Ireland now this year. Oh, really? Did you do it the yeah. same day that America does it? Uh, yeah, well, we just stole it from you. Okay. <laughs> Actually, that's, that's interesting because uh, Black Friday here is also a pretty recent thing. And not only that, but we actually got Cyber Monday this year. Um, you guys get Cyber... Oh, Cyber Monday we is got the it best. Too, yeah. yeah. We don't. <laughs> we... Uh, I just know that Steam had a sale. That's all <laughs> I know. Because we don't have Black Friday and we don't have Cyber Monday. I And I don't even know basically anything about black friday except sales and people get go crazy <laughs> well it, so it originated as a I, I don't know why they decided to do this but it's a, it's the one day a year where sales tax isn't a thing um and so in order to get people to come in and to take advantage of the already like you know discounted prices uh stores started just saying hey we're gonna have a big sale on this day and you're not gonna have to pay tax on it so if you're gonna buy you know a couple hundred dollar computer you can save yourself a minimum of like thirty dollars just on tax and then all these stores started saying oh we're gonna do even bigger discounts and bigger discounts and it just became this massive uh, deal mongering it's it's a crazy day whenever i was a kid i would actually go with my older siblings and we would set up a tent outside of whatever store we were going to go into um like i remember as a kid going out at like two in the morning and we'd set up a tent in front of uh like walmart or target or uh, oh sometimes boy. best buy um and we would just camp out and hang out until the store opened at like seven or eight o'clock in the morning oh, don't wow. people get hearse going into shopping centers yeah a person dies every single year at least one that's and, horrible. Oh, I, thing, I, I totally agree. The thing about sales tax in America, basically, um, isn't it uh, that your tax uh, only gets added once you go to the um, to the counter to uh, basically buy it? Yep, yeah. The, uh, the av advertised price is what you see on the tag, and then once you go up to the top, they charge you an extra large percent of whatever all the Th stuff that's is so stupid that's ridiculous yeah in germany it's already included yeah, that's, in that's the, here too. Uh, in the label yeah yeah i, I mean i i that? think it's a better system but i mean capitalism is working right <laughs> this is this like is, that is terrible like but I, I, well i don't want to start on israeli taxes israeli taxes we we can talk about taxes another day but what were you going to say pork I was gonna say, isn't it like super awkward when you go for food and you're like, "How much do I tip?" <laughs> uh, I mean, it, that's something that. Uh, so a lot of places. So whenever I was a waiter, we actually started um, on the ticket, on the uh, like on the uh, receipt. Whenever you hand it to somebody, on the bottom, it'll actually say, "Here's what 10% would be. Here's what 15% would be. Here's what 20% would be," and it writes it out right there for you. Um, and then in addition to that, you just like it's pretty like it. In math classes, they actually teach you calculating a tip, um, and it's like if you're trying to go for twenty percent, like you take, uh, you you move the decimal point one to the left and then double it. Um, What's a good tip? And so basically, oh, sorry. Yeah, it, it's it's so this this is an interesting thing. Both my wife and I have been uh, a waiter and waitress respectively in our it, it, like since we were younger. Um, a good tip is considered twenty percent. Uh, like a really good tip is like twenty five percent. A bad tip is anything t below ten percent. Ten percent, ten percent of the total, and that is before taxes. Well, so you know, whenever you it know comes tip, to taxes, like you, you don't tip off of the. You tax. know, tips are government mandated here. Really? Yeah. How so? Fifteen percent, if I remember correctly. It's 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 a law. You have to pay fifteen percent extra on tips. Huh. But that's, that's really interesting. And they, that's a service charge. Uh, no. Uh, yeah, probably actually. I, I don't know. I think it's actually. Like we have that I think it's actually specifically for tips because 
it's not for really anything else. But but don't your waiters get paid like a minimum wage? Like, uh, they do. They, do. they get an hourly they, wage. They do get an hourly wage, but they. The thing is, like, there's a monthly thing, and if like they don't actually have to pay you the uh, the uh, like the monthly wage if you fill that up by tips, which is terrible. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, go ahead. Like the, the minimum wage, though, for someone who is a waiter is the same for any other job here in Ireland. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, it's so, but so well in America, it's totally different. The minimum wage in America, most across the country, is seven twenty-five an hour. But for waiters, you they get paid uh, three fifteen an hour, um, and so they they literally live off of the tips that they get. Yeah, like, it's a uh, terrible tips, system. T- yeah, it's not it's not a great sense. system. Tips don't make the world a sense here because like, why would a waiter get more job money than like a truck driver? Like truck drivers never going to get tips. Yeah, that's true. I got tipped whenever I was uh, I, I was uh, doing driving for a hotel. I drove their van and their uh, bus back and forth from the like the yeah, hotel to the airport and stuff. And like it was the easiest job, but like people would tip me like two or three dollars every single time. And if you take a group of like five or six people, like I was making just a, like four or five extra dollars an hour just from the tips that I was getting. That's nice. What I find interesting is um, if you go for exactly like. Tw- 20% or 15% of whatever uh, you would end up with really janky prices like 1938 or something in Germany while we do tip we generally do that to make it a nice even number like okay. paying uh, instead of uh, paying 1873 uh, uh, you would pay 20 for example just to have it yeah. Yeah. just to have That's it not uh, nice and round yeah, that that's like a personal preference. Um, I don't I don't like to do the sit and do the math, so I'll just be like, okay, so what what is at least twenty percent, and then if I need to round up like a couple cents to make it an even dollar or a, like a dollar to make it an extra like an even five dollar amount, um, I'll definitely do that for sure. Um, but this is totally not Christmas related, guys. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just complaining about America. Again. Yeah, yeah, America I know. Corner. Well, I don't think speaking. I'm not sure that's actually what we're ahead. doing. I think we're just wandering off the subject. You know? Right, but speaking of America, uh, Pork, you have something in the show notes that I'm not totally sure what you mean. Um, it was the Americanization of w- Christmas, I guess. And w- let's talk. Let's talk. Let's let you talk about that. Okay, so you know, you know Santa. What color do you call? What did you associate Santa with? Santa wears a big red suit. Oh, d- does he? Does yeah. he? Did he actually? I don't. Actually ca- I don't know if Saint. Suits? I don't know if Saint Nick did, but. Like oh, we we he wore, Santa does, he he wore a green suit, but Coca Cola and like other like you know their main color is red. They like change the color of Santa to red for like advertising purposes. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> he used to be green. I did not know that. I mean, I know Coke has totally like done huge changes to everything that like uh, in terms of marketing um and they've done a great job but i didn't realize that they were the ones that put santa in red good good for them <laughs> and i feel like our my christmas is just um, the same as america's now like i don't think there's really anything different okay Mainly because like america's just like do what we do <laughs> you know i think um, i think what i think what's actually happened is that um people who own co- uh, companies and businesses have seen that what america does uh, makes them a lot of money and they're like yeah we need to make the celebrations over here equal this and we can just mask it as celebration even though it's a lot of just commercialism <laughs> but anyway um so I, I i think i had heard that at one point but i didn't realize that uh coke was gosh darn you coke but i like santa in red it, it, it's a lot of fun it's a very festive color um but so speaking of uh, before we go back into like just kind of what americans do for christmas which i i'm sure a lot of our listeners and i'm sure that you guys know this basically um i want to talk about uh the separation of saint nicholas and um santa claus and then i also want to talk about how uh the the difference in in what his role is and the roles of these two characters are are really interesting because like tim you mentioned that uh you he's the one that delivers sweet and suf you said that when it comes to St. Nicholas, you guys put out carrots for um, the reindeer. Yeah, but Whereas, there's no Santa. Go ahead. There's no Santa. St. Nicholas and Santa are the same 
person in. Are you saying Santa isn't no. real? Santa, Santa is isn't real. I also. The, Santa is Santa real. Santa isn't real. Every but that's not my point. Weren't, uh, weren't the carrots for the horses? Not yes, the they are for the horse. Uh, reindeers. I think there's reindeers at least. Uh, maybe horses. I, I thought the ho it's it's horse. entirely possible it's for horses. I, oh. I can't remember. Um, I mean, both, the both, for the both, both horses and reindeer like carrots, so it doesn't really matter what animal eats it. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, but yeah. Also, horses aren't magical. My point, beings, my point. Reindeer technically aren't either. My, my <laughs> point so, is, my point is, in Dutch, in, in, like, uh, in, in the Netherlands, um, Santa Claus is Santa. There is no two characters. It's the same person. Okay. So yeah. And it's in only in Germany. Germany. We actually have. We also have another character that I forgot to mention, apart from the um, uh, Knecht Rubrecht that I uh, mentioned later. Um, we also have um, das Christkind, which is basically just a child Christ, uh, who also is sometimes attributed to. Either being Santa's helper or bringing the presents itself. It Jesus brought me these presents. <laughs> basic, that that also sometimes is the thing, except that it's a child version of Jesus bringing you. That's the, okay. And it's like um, closer to baby than to teenager Jesus too. Gotcha. And there's also songs about that, and it's we have a lot of people. To celebrate you're just like all the minute. mythical people we'll just give them all of the all of the praise but um anyway when it comes to the roles it, it's really interesting because for us santa um the only thing that we really attribute to him is is bringing the presents and filling the stockings um so what whenever i was a child we would put up stockings we would hang them above the mantle over the fireplace and we would go to sleep on Christmas Eve, and then we would wake up in the morning, and there would be the, the stockings would be just stuffed full with um, candy and little toys. Like I remember, I got like silly putty and like a yo-yo, um, and we would attribute those presents to Santa. So anything that was in our stockings, we would attribute to Santa, and then anything that was under the tree, we would attribute to our parents and or whoever else bought them for us. So like on on the presents under the tree, it would say to blank from blank. But anything that came in the stocking was specifically from Santa, and it was this thing that was worked on, like, it's this weird conspiracy that adults have to not let kids know that Santa's not real. Um, because I remember getting, uh, like, years into Christmas and just loving Christmas and uh, never even considering that Santa wasn't, like, there wasn't this mythical person flying from house to house and putting presents in my stockings. Because it just, it, fe it felt like magic, because I would go to sleep and then wake up and there would just be stuff there. And it just... It was amazing. What I find um, interesting about that is that um, the presents under the tree were not under this conspiracy, which um, here in Germany, um, since we don't have the stockings, the tr um, Christmas tree presents are attributed to Santa. And um, as I said, the sweets on December 6th to Nikolaus and so on and so forth. And um, we are, there's also this conspiracy about not letting children know santa isn't real also here in germany but uh -huh. it, it's not as like i'm not sure if it's as strict quote unquote um as it is in america and i like my parents told me quite early that santa doesn't exist and was it was it traumatic for you like I, did it I, like as far as i remember no but maybe okay. i don't know maybe it was so traumatic that i blocked it out i don't know my my uh my older cousin was like you know Santa's not real right and I was like what like it hadn't even crossed my mind and he was like yeah no Santa doesn't exist. That's the benefit of being an only child, uh, child or um, not having other people to spoil that for me. I guess. Ah. Uh. Here here in Ireland, uh, like the trees under the present are also like Santas. Like we, I personally, we used to get them like in black sacks, like just presents. Ooh. And um, or and you got coal if you're a bull, but. We didn't get them. We were perfect children, <laughs> and um, uh, like you kind of figured out that Santa wasn't real, like through school with with people discussing it, thinking he can't do that. They would my my chimney's in the other room, or like oh, that's interesting. That you know, yeah, we never even stopped to consider the implications of Santa. You know, 
moving faster than the speed of sound to get to every house. <laughs> a lot faster than the speed of sound, if I remember correctly. What yeah. gave it away for me, I think, would have been that, like, uh, my dad was like, oh, you could give Santa whiskey this year. <laughs> and I was like, that's drink driving. And he'd be like, oh, no, no, he, he'll like it. He, we'll be the last house. Oh, that's funny. I, I, uh, I remember my dad would actually... He, like, every year when I was a child, he would help us pick out which cookies we were setting out for Santa. Oh, um, and he'd what be like, a card. Yeah, and he would be like, okay, no, we should put... Uh, Santa would like that one, that one, and that one. And we'd put them out on a plate and put the, the milk by it, and we'd set it by the chimney. Um, But I just... I It wasn't until much later that I realized that my dad was, you know, saying, okay, I want that cookie and that cookie. <laughs> <laughs> what we tended to do is... um. My parents never told me, uh, oh, use that cookie and that cookie, for example, because uh, we tend to bake the cookies ourselves. With, okay. And I think my mom ate them because my mom has more of a sweet tooth than my dad. And um, I also um, was persuaded by uh, my mother to sometimes write letters to Nicolaus, which oh, I yeah. uh, sometimes, uh, which I then did and put like under. Um, the plate that we put the cookies on and it's also always a very fancy plate like a but a metal plate it's it's weird but it's not okay. a normal plate that we use for that the, the, the letters that we would send would literally go in the post we'd literally send letters <laughs> in the post to the north pole uh well oh that's oh, wow fine. we'd have letters actually it's kind of funny we'd have letters uh in the shoes probably yeah really this, oh, okay. So, like, in the same shoes yeah. that you would have put the carrots yes. in? Yes. Uh, so, basically, okay. the idea is he's he's going to have literally everything possible, and then he's going to take and he's gonna look at the letters and take out what's needed. You know what I mean? Um, well, that's interesting. And my parents did attempt to do some kind of conspiracy to hide that Santa wasn't real, but seeing as most people um, were, like, they were, like, not in that, they, they knew it, and I discovered that as at a very early age uh and was it traumatizing it for you? wasn't traumatizing it was weird but okay. it wasn't traumatizing I, I don't think so um but yeah that's about it you know yeah for for the letters that we would send my mom uh especially when we were homeschooled because i was homeschooled when i was very young before i went to school um we actually we would send the letters like uh, upwards of like a month before because it was about um she said oh santa needs time to build the toys and of oh, course it's for cute. yeah and so we would uh we would sit down and like as a writing assignment for schooling we would sit down and write a letter to santa and of course my mom would check it for like spelling and grammar so that it was like still helping us learn uh learn writing a letter but in addition to that it helped her find you know the christmas list so that she could get it for us later and she had time to do it so i remember us doing it like three weeks before i'm guessing um but uh, oh i'm wait, guessing the reason um, she checked it wasn't actually for grammar or things and it, it was just the knowing what was actually on it no um, like because we were homeschooled like you you have to take whenever you're homeschooled you have to take every uh moment to try to teach and so it was a, it was a writing assignment like it was something we did in english class that day oh, okay. um yeah, but, uh, but it, it, you know, I, I'd, I'd think that's at least one of the reasons, though. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, that's that's the reason she, she did it. She also did it to help us, you know, uh, to help cultivate the uh, the magic of Christmas and whatnot. I just realized that um, our um, that my letter to the Nikolaus was never a wish list because, of course, uh, he doesn't deliver the gifts, and we don't write... Uh, a letter per se to santa uh, or the christmas man <laughs> <laughs> um but i also when i made a wish list i just gave it to my parents because they would take it to the uh, post office oh, or take it to santa for okay. me and so they didn't even just play around with that they're just oh give it to us we'll give it to santa and yeah, that makes sense. like uh i at first i didn't realize that these letters were actually the wish list which of course makes sense, but in my context wouldn't have. So that's right. how I didn't notice. I'd like to mention though, uh, the the old tradition, rather than sending an actual letter, used to be that like, miss your mother would check the letter and just say, oh yeah, your your writing is good. Oh maybe draw a picture for Santa. But then what they used to do is they used to throw it into the fire, because like Santa was magical, so no posts oh. used to go get to him. 
so they'd burn the letter so it could like the ashes would get him. Well, that's also kind of cool. Huh, that's that's you, and you would do it a month before like Christmas. Okay. Yeah, that that makes sense. Um and we would uh, never uh, do it are... that we would never do it that far in, in advance, I think. Uh because for me, my parents knew what to get me because I would um drop subtle or not so subtle hints that oh I really want this. Um and so the list <laughs> this always is... uh, to me felt superfluous because I would never my parents would already know what to get me and uh, my list would always be late. Sometimes I didn't even write a list in general. Do you, do you know what we're hearing yeah. right now, guys? We're hearing the uh, the ramblings of a of an only child. <laughs> <laughs> Th that you are. That you are. No, it, it's good. Um, but I wanted to talk about a couple of the things that were interesting with uh, the Christmas tradition. With uh, Christmas, um, we always, you know, decorated the house and put up the Christmas tree. And one thing that was always really big for, like, a, a big event for my family in particular is going and picking out a Christmas tree. Um, and I don't know if you guys have this, but there are Christmas tree farms all over the place in America. And basically what it is is it's uh, it's literally a place where they grow Christmas trees um, year-round, and then every single Christmas you like people just show up and you cut down your own Christmas tree, you put it in a sled, and you drag it back to your car, um, and then you put it on top of your car and bring it home. Um, and that that process was always just uh, so much fun because we'd go to like a couple different Christmas tree farms, and these are like acres worth of Christmas trees, and then they would take you to the place where the the Christmas trees that were like ready, um, and you would just you would go and we would like sp as a family vote on different Christmas trees like oh like I like this one over here well this one looks better oh but this one has like holes in it or whatever, um, and that was always a really fun a really fun process to go through. That is here. so much cooler than what we tend to do, but uh, sorry, Parik, for cutting you off. What do you want to say? Here, like, um, places just sell Christmas trees that were, like, cut and then brought to these, like, open yards and that are, like, so that sell Christmas trees and you can choose one. And now, because, like, both my sisters aren't, like, living here anymore, we just have a fake tree now. Aww. <laughs> Even my <laughs> wife and I got a real tree this year. Uh, we just, I think we just went to Walmart and just picked it up. Um... But it's it, that was a, a tradition, and then the other one other uh, tradition that I thought was very interesting is that we would always, uh, and not we, but a, a tradition that is popular in America, is you would um, do something called Elf on the Shelf. Have you guys ever heard of that? I, I saw some no. um, uh, like par not parody, but like um, joke photos of that that were not not disturbing, but getting there. But I have okay. no idea what the actual tradition behind that is. I am so so. Curious. You guys were talking about how um, it, it's kind of been mentioned throughout here. I think everyone knows that like Santa will bring presents to kids who have been good and not presents to kids who have been bad, right? Yeah. So, but ha but Santa can't necessarily always be watching, and so in the twenty five days leading up to Christmas, what the parents would do is they would, and this is not every family. Like we never did this, but um, I I know I have friends that did. What would happen is parents would pick up an, a little elf, okay, and they would put it somewhere in the house, and he would be doing all sorts of crazy things. Like he, maybe he'd be hiding behind a book, or maybe he'd be like sitting on top of the or sitting right beside the stove watching you cook. And every morning for uh, all twenty-five days leading up to Christmas, the elf would be uh, would move positions, and so every single morning the kids would wake up, and their goal was to find the elf. And basically the thought was that – or what was the story is, is that every single day the elf would watch you, and then at the end of the day he would go home and report to Santa, and then he would show up the next day in a new position to watch you from there. Um, so it, it, Yeah, go ahead. Is the NSA running the, 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 <laughs> the elf? Obviously. It, 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 was, it, was apparent, it was apparent thing to be like, oh, Santa's watching. You need to be good. But uh, no, the, the NSA has not you know, sent out uh, drone – elves to every John household. Elves. I wouldn't That's, be surprised. That is something <laughs> as someone oh, yeah. would say who knew that they were actually drones. I'm on to you, Ben. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, that that's just a fun tradition. And then in addition to that, we did lots of uh, lots of cooking, lots of hanging out. Um, we like my family in particular. We would always invite uh, other people who had who had smaller families. So like, uh, if there was like a single mom and her daughter, like we would invite them like from our church, or um, just like friends of the family. Like if like uh, a lot of foreign exchange students, because you know they if they can't go home for Christmas, we want to give them a place to go. Um, and so it's pretty it's pretty common for us to have like thirty or forty people. Uh, in our house. Oh, 
Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I also I come from ours. well. I come from a large family, so if you think of just me and my four siblings, all of us are married, so that goes up to eight. My brother has six kids, so that goes from eight to fourteen. My other older sister has three, and then one of my other sisters has one, so that's an extra sixteen. What did I say? Sixteen to was that fourteen? 14 to 18, like we're, and then with my two parents, that's 20 just within the family. That's not including grandparents, cousins, aunt and uncles, or anyone else that we invite. So we're we're already at 20 without that. Yeah, go ahead. Are your brothers and sisters ginger and just trying to spread the spread the ginger gene? I I I feel threatened by this. Um, yeah, no, we uh, my I I I, of the of the five kids, um, my parents both have black hair, but they had three redheads. So it's my me and my two older sisters. Um, my oldest brother is, uh, he's like dark blonde, but he's now bald. And then my youngest sister, my youngest sister is also blonde. That is so many people because, um, I think in the. When it went to the highest amount of people that we were on Christmas Eve, it went up to 11. But it steadily decreased because um, my one aunt and their family brands, they are um, always up and around in Greece and Italy. Uh, My cousin is studying and my aunt and uncle uh, work foreign, like work uh, sometimes in Greece and whatever. And like this year... We'll be so few people. We might actually either it's just me and my parents, or me and my parents and my grandma. I think is okay. this year because it's it was steadily decreasing because people um, had other stuff to do, which I find really sad. And and, and, and I'm not saying this is the right way or that every family does this, but this is just how my family always celebrated. Yeah, it's interesting. And um, may I comment on the elf on the shelf? Uh, yeah, sure. Tradition? Um, I find that interesting, and we also have a daily tradition here. Um, in the days Did you leading say dating? up to daily. Oh, I thought you said dating tradition. I was like, oh, that's no. cool. <laughs> no, it's only daily. Um, so we basically have these things we call advent calendars, and <gasps> yeah, too. yeah. I, as I, as I was about to say, I thought they were universal, but okay, we also have them, and I currently have one that is filled with tea. So every day I have a different tea to drink. Which I oh, that's lovely. fun! Oh yeah, that ad- that a- advent calendar you're doing. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> the the lotto business here has like tried to cash in on this, and the, you like you scratch something away every day trying to win money. I- oh <sighs> god, it's like so lame. <laughs> Generally, advent calendars tend to be uh, tend to just have chocolate in them, but um, there's been all kinds of novelty advent calendars. And yeah, one of them is my tea thing that gives me two of uh, the same tea every day. Like, um, two of one tea and then the next day two of another tea. And it's very Ooh. it is very pleasant. I am definitely making myself a cup of tea after this. That sounds really good. No, you have to get Barry's uh, tea from sadly, put milk uh, and sugar in this. Sadly. What did you say, too? Sadly, there's no advent calendar. There's no advent calendars here because, you know, they have nothing to celebrate. We have nothing to wait. I guess for. if you don't have anything <laughs> to celebrate on the twenty fourth, on which they end, I guess then that they, we don't have to, anything oh. to wait for, you know. I guess. Uh, talking yeah. about advent calendars, if I could add something to that, uh, that would be another uh, only child ramble. Uh, would that be okay? <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Knock yourself out. Sure. Um, my mom only works seasonally. Uh, and my dad works full time. And so when I was younger, my mom actually used to make uh, like own advent calendars for me with like uh, tiny, th- uh, with like very uh, little things like toys, whatever, but re- uh, very cheap stuff. But it was, um, she built them herself and they were so cute. And uh, ever since then, I grew very fond of advent calendars. Uh-huh. She would make them herself like by yeah. hand? Basically, That's yeah. so cool. And, like, um, have 24 little pouches and put them either on a wall or along the stairs or uh, somewhere and light it up beautifully. Because my mom has a really good hand for crafts. Oh, that's awesome. It's amazing. And what she would do, generally advent calendars have the biggest thing on Christmas Eve. Right. But she always used to put the 
smallest thing on Christmas Eve because you'll get all the presents too. And okay. that, that way you have <laughs> the biggest present like at Nikolaus or something. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, we uh, we, those the calendars were really good as a child for counting down the days to Christmas. Whereas exactly, we're already in the tenth of December, and I I didn't even realize that it's we're fifteen days away from Christmas. Like I'm so excited. Oh, I I I'm leaving. You mean in... fourteen days? <laughs> oh right. <laughs> yes, we have it one day earlier. <laughs> but Damn uh, Germans. Well, I'm I'm really excited because I next week, um, like in a couple days, I'm actually leaving to travel back to Missouri to see my family, and I'm gonna be there for like eleven days to see them. So I'm really excited about that. I'm just getting to go home and see family. All right, I think that just about wraps this up for today. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me today. And the fake sponsors for today are. Let your Christmas run red with blood from Coca Cola. <laughs> and Santa Claus's Christmas causes. Yeah, thank you so much to our fake sponsors, uh, Coke and Santa Claus's Christmas causes, uh, for sponsoring this episode. Um, if you're interested in talking to us and letting us know what you think of this podcast, you can tweet at us at podcastbtb. You can send us an email at bridgingthebarrier at gmail.com. And you can also find us on YouTube, Reddit, and uh, Facebook. Um, thank you guys so much for joining me. Tim, thank you for being here today. It was a pleasure as always. And Porik, thank you for being here. I know, I know. And Sue, thank welcome. you so much for being here today. Thank you, Ben. Awesome, and we will see you guys all next week.